the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip Off. Welcome in, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney and John Heil here in beautiful downtown New Aldi, Indiana, home of the Bulldogs, and we are in uh, the doghouse. We brought you a Jacksonville victory earlier this morning as they defeated uh, their opponent, the Bloomfield Cardinals, final score 44-34. And then after some good food, a walkabout New Albany, a quick nap, we're back to do it one more time. This one to punch a ticket to state. The Jacksonville Lady Eagles poised to play the number one team in the state, the Lanesville Eagles. That's right, Eagles versus Eagles. Coming up here in just a bit. Thanks for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. And, John, we've been with these Eagles for the past several weeks, and it almost seemed like every single opponent was tailor-made for this team, this style of offense and the way they approach the game. Every single team that they faced up until this point has played right into their hands. We've talked about the venues being a home game just about everywhere they've they've gone with Southwestern Shelby and then here earlier tonight in this gymnasium Jacksonville once again they travel well the pep band is here the student section is here but Lanesville is just 20 minutes away and the whole town of Lanesville is here tonight yeah and that's definitely gonna be a little different in terms of the atmosphere and what they're used to now the game this morning yes actually was this morning Man, we've been here a long time. Speak for yourself about napping, buddy. I played arcade games. It's all good. Um, this morning, the two teams that played each had to travel about two hours to get here. Yes. So yeah. it was it was definitely even keeled. Now we're talking about a school that's 20 minutes just down uh, just down 62 or 64, depending on how you want to go, versus two hours. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, Lanesville, they were able to go home, chill, have some lunch and out at home, you know, whatever. Jacksonville had to stick around, go back to the hotel or whatever it is they did. Right. And now it's time to see if any of that pregame, postgame, into pregame, into middle of the afternoon, whatever it is you were doing, see if that worked. Now, I know the first game was very, like you said, Jacksonville favored in terms of pace, in terms of physicality, in terms of how the game played out, but Lanesville played against Trinity Lutheran, and that was a brutal, physical, hard-fought game. It was. Yes, it was. And that was only about six hours ago. Yeah, the recovery time, obviously, for Lanesville, not nearly what Jacksonville had, and Jacksonville really was recovering from what I would call an early morning shoot-around is what that game uh, equated to, and Lanesville was battle tested they played the number four team in the state that final there 56 41 lanesville with the victory and that 56 number is key john that is their average point total game in game out 
And the Eagles are just a little tick below that at 51 points per game. We're talking about two or three possessions um, that could separate these two teams. Again, we thank you so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off game time here in a little over seven minutes before tip-off. And we've got much more in our pregame show. In fact, as I send it down to back to the station, I'm going to run and see if I can't catch up with the Lady Eagles head coach, Scott Smith, to talk to him about tonight's tilt. You're listening to Countdown to Tip-Off on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient, and Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric, then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your touchstone energy cooperative and your source for power and information. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Joining us now for our countdown to tip-off, it's Coach Scott Smith, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles. And, Coach, congratulations on getting this far. Your girls have answered the bell at every call, including a win in this morning's session. They win by 10. Uh, how proud of you are this group? Oh, unbelievably proud, especially, you know, I, I think we've won something like 10 of our last 11 or 11 of our last 12. Um, you know, the losing streaks we had early in the season and just to continue progress that the kids made. And, you know, they're playing really well now. They're playing with a lot of confidence. They're shooting the ball well. And, you know, uh, hopefully we get one more night of that against a very good Lanesville team. What's the mood of the squad? Of course, you had 
tons of hours to burn. What did that that intermission? What would the intermission look like for you and your ladies? Well, you know, for the coaching staff, we're we're watching film and reviewing scouting reports that we have prepared uh, before the game, and uh, and then it's basically just keeping the kids loose and relaxed. You know, go home. We fed them. Had them go go back to the hotel, get a quick nap, or just at least chill out and you in your room. And then we got them back together around four and had a little meeting and a little uh, little supper. Um, and then basically, you know, we get back here and walk through a few things because that's a big challenge of of a two game uh, tournament is you uh, you know you prepare all week long for the first game. And I don't care what anybody says, you know, you can, you can't prepare your team for three different teams. You can only talk about the one game you have to win and the rest, they just got to pick it up on the fly. So we walked through a few things. Uh, the kids feel really good. Um, they're, they're really loose and that's how we want them to be against. And when you're playing the number one team, you want to be loose and aggressive and just go out and play. You mentioned earlier uh, the amount of confidence that the team is playing with, and you talked about good shooting. Those are two things that will serve you well in this matchup here tonight. You, like I, I saw you scout in the game earlier. We watched stayed watched the second game well to see Lanesville uh, defeat Trinity Lutheran. What kind of, of obstacles or challenges do you face with this team? Well, you know, Lanesville has, has been number one uh, most of the season and for a very good reason. You know, they're uh, incredibly good. They've, they've beaten multiple 4A schools. They've got six, seven solid kids that can get double figures every night. Um, they've got kids that can shoot the three. They've got big kids that can dominate the paint. Uh, and then on top of that, they press really well. So, you know, you kind of have to at some point pick what is the poison I'm going to choose and you hope that they miss some shots. So that's uh, kind of what we're going to be looking at is just go out offensively, be loose, take shots when they're there, and defensively just make every shot they take have to be an outside shot that's contested. Well, Coach, uh, good luck to you the, the rest of the way. Um, hopefully we get to do this one more week. And, uh, again, good luck tonight, and congratulations on the season. Terrence, thanks for covering us the whole way. It's been a lot of fun. No doubt. That was Head Coach Scott Smith of the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. More of Countdown to Tip-Off right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Not just for farmers. Hog Rock Event Center is the latest and greatest event venue in southeastern Indiana. And it's not only an event space, but a restaurant and catering facility, too. Located in beautiful Osgood, they can host any type of event and have dining open to the public five days a week. Hog Rock also hosts live entertainment, concerts, comedy shows, and more. View their public event calendar and come party at Hog Rock. And check availability and pricing to hold your next event at Hog Rock. Just visit hogrockeventcenter.com or find them on Facebook. 
Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Jeff French and French and Associates Land Surveying in Versailles has been serving this area since 1995. They appreciate your business and thank all their friends, neighbors, and customers throughout southeastern Indiana for allowing them to serve you. French and Associates Land Surveying's versatile team combines prompt service and high quality to provide you with the finished product that you deserve. They would enjoy working for you on your next project. Find them online at FrenchSurvey.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back, sports fans. Terrence Harney with John Heil from the Doghouse. That's New Your Albany High voice. School. Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. We're here live at the dog, the dog house here at New Albany High School for this semi-state championship game between the Jacksonville Lady Eagles set to take on the Lanesville Lady Eagles. This game as Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ice and Family Pizza, and French and Associates Land Survey. John, what do you have for starters for this championship bout? All right, we'll start with the Lady Eagles of Jacksonville. They're the visitors in tonight's contest. They're starting five. Number 14, Kelsey Borgman. Number 22, Julia Meyer. Number 24, Reagan Hughes. Number 32, Kaylin Heiners. And number 40, Olivia Neal. For the Lady Eagles of Lanesville, they're starting five. Number four, Hadley Crozier. Number 10, Ava Kerr. Number 23, Hilton Brumley. Number 25, Lindsey Werner. And number 40, Morgan Sunner. If you pick the Eagles to win, you are right. <laughs> Both teams use the Eagles as its mascot. And, John, we said no longer a home game for Jacksonville when we stood up for the anthem. This gymnasium is covered. Three-fourths of this gym is all purple for Lanesville. And just 25% of the gym, the remaining 25% is red and blue for Jacksonville. I promise I will not take the easy way out and say Eagles. We'll refer to these teams as Jacksonville and Lanesville. And Lanesville, the number one team in the state, they win the tip to get things started. They'll be going from our right to our left, from our vantage point high above the gymnasium here at Romeo Langford Court. And the Eagles. <laughs> there you go. Lanesville oh. going to take a crack at a three, and that one was way off the mark. Jackson, I nothing. Jacksonville's. Student section letting them know about it. Full court pressure right off the bat, trying to disrupt the rhythm of this offense. They hurried across the timeline just in time. Myers finds Hughes down in the corner. Thought she might spot up, but no. They work it back to the near side. Myers inside. Hand in her face. Jump shot will not go. Rebound down to uh, Lanesville. Lanesville now on the near side. They go inside. Number 25, that's a name we'll call a lot. And then they kick it to the outside. The other name we'll call a lot. And it was Lindsay Wert down low, kicked it out for Crozier, and she strokes the three, and Laneville is up early, 3-0. Jacksonville brings it up with Borgman to try to answer, running, attempting rather to run that motion offense, and Borgman calls for an early We'll call that a... Double dribble. Yeah, just an error from the neck up there. And again, it is loud in this gymnasium. You 
you can't falter. They go for a trap right off the bat. Does, does Jackson down. They get it to Werner. Werner kicks it out to Crozier. Crozier, two dribbles inside. Shot no good. And an easy rebound for Meyer. Meyer sends it up ahead to Reagan Hughes on the right-hand side of the floor. Hughes looking for some airspace. Not much there. Goes to Borgman. Borgman, her pass challenged. Borgman's going to have to crisp things up, John. Yeah, it can't be sloppy with the passes. This defense is a lot more intense than what they've been used to lately. They go up top now to Meyer. Meyer shades to her left. He's got Reagan Hughes as well as Heiner on that side of the floor. Heiner takes a backdoor cut then comes back out. Meanwhile, Hughes up top being harassed. Got to get rid of it. Cross-court pass to Borman. Borman down the lane. Defense comes. Collapses on him. A steal by... Lanesville, three, blocked. three-point shot from the far corner, no good. They get the rebound. They'll launch against this time from the opposite angle. Nope. No, but they get another rebound. Another miss, another rebound, and finally, up and good, Ava Kerr puts that one in, and it's 5-0. Uh, Jacksonville yet to get a shot off, John. They've had multiple turnovers on their trips down the floor. Meyer now. Tries to beat the double team. Goes into the teeth of the defense. Shot no good. One and done. Lanesville with the rebound. Jacksonville has got to get something on the board. And it's going to start with a stop here by chance. They work it around the arc. Lanesville now dumps it inside for Werner. Werner kicks it back outside. We've seen this before. Shot no good. Werner with the rebound and puts it up and in. Jacksonville starting Cole, a 7-0 run to get this game going. And now a would-be steal. Yes, they come up with it. Borgman wanted a foul call, not going to do it. Didn't get it. And Scott Smith's got to call a timeout to stop the early bleeding. A 9-0 run to open up this game, 4.55 on the clock. We'll step away for a 30-second timeout as Jacksonville behind early on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sendell and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Hurts Nelco. A 9-0 run for Lanesville to open up this ball game. Jackson Dell and Coach Scott Smith had to talk about it. They call a timeout to stop the initial bleeding. Let's see what they, how they answer now. More full court pressure. Borgman gets it in. And it would appear, John, from their scouting report, they really are honing in on Borgman. Is this Lanesville defense? Meyer trying to get some room. Hughes comes over to help out. And Borgman, rather, comes over to help out. Meyer now going to try to dribble out of trouble. Slides on the floor. Then gives it back to Borgman. Borgman covered up. 
They get it to Myers, though. Myers high above the head, tries to go down the lane. Defense collapses on her, but it's still good. They're going to need a lot more of that, John. 9-2, your score. It's going to have to be Meyer time for the next 32 minutes. They try to go across the floor. Jackson Dell gets a would-be steal. They call it a jump ball. And the possession arrow favors Jackson Dell. That's a break for them there. And, John, if you notice, they brought the front end of that zone all the way up to the second volleyball line there. And uh, Lanesville wasn't quite ready for that. That's what caused that turnover. And the other story of this game has been the full-court pressure slowing down Jackson Dale in terms of getting into their offensive set. Another turnover, again, because of the pressure applied by Lanesville. Lanesville now up past the center circle. They go immediately into the post. They kick it back. Now on the wing, dribble drive by Werner. Makes it home. Werner, their leading scorer, didn't have a great game in uh, their early session, and she's picking up where it left off. Another Jacksondale turnover. And Jacksondale, John, they're going to have to just settle in and play basketball. Uh, and a lot of times in these type games, you got to take the other team's best shot before you can deliver their own. And they've, they're definitely taking shots right here. They can absorb this pressure for this first quarter. I think they can just settle in and get somewhere with it. Working it around the arc. Van, uh, Werner on the wing. Cross-court pass to Crozier. Crozier puts it on the floor. Reverse layup partially blocked by Neal. Neal getting into the action now. Her first block of the game. Averages one and a half blocks. Oh, a quick little set play there. They find a wide open Morgan Sonner. And Sonner with a little set shot off the glass and in. 13-2. Jacksondale only taking two cracks at it. Or three, rather. Three cracks and made one. They've got it. And they hear Borg with the ball. And here comes the double team. So it's obvious from here what they're doing. Hughes. Wow. Call for the charge. She goes in to the teeth of the defense. That's a call that she generally gets, but not tonight. Again, not a home game. So we're going to use picks up her first. That's the first foul of the game for either team. Lanesville's going to walk this ball up unaccosted. Brumbley brings up the floor, gets it to Crozier. Crozier quickly finds Werner. Scrum for the ball, and Neal on the floor, able to knock it away. Good hustle by Jackson Dale. They create the turnover. Hughes almost wasn't ready for that one. Must have saw the ball at the corner of her eye, yeah, and now they is. call the foul. Now they're starting to call him. As had, uh, Crozier, Hadley Crozier just really got in there and was harassing Hughes, and that's the first time they've called that foul. And you and I talked before this game, John. We thought that might be part of the story, how the officiating would call this aggressive defense, aggressive style of defense that they like to play. Neal in a little bit of trouble, sends it up over for Borgman. Hughes thought about a three. Now Neal from the wing. Ooh. Off the front edge of the rim, one and done. 
Defensive rebound, and Lanesville back up the floor. They send it into the corner. Werner shot up, but they're going to call a foul underneath. It's going to go against Jacksonville, so it'll be side out underneath their own basket for Lanesville. 13-2. That's your score as Lanesville opened up on a 9-0 run to start this ball game. Eagles with some uncharacteristic turnover, uncharacteristic turnovers, opening things up. Wow. And speaking of opening them up, Crozier buries a three from the near corner. Make that 16 to 2. Borgman across the timeline and again being harassed. Goes right into the teeth of the defense. Kicks it out to Neal. Hughes up top. Now Meyer. Meyer high above the head. Gonna put it on the floor. Three defenders. Neal dumps it down low. Looking for Sullivan. Yep. And they don't count the shot. Sullivan was able to score, but she was fouled. Goes on Shelby Allen, her first, team second. And they call that before the shot was made. So uh, Jacksonville Eagles were going to bring this one in underneath their own basket. Looking to trigger. Borgman up top finds Hughes. Hughes. Quickly over to Sullivan. Sullivan back to Hughes. She can shoot it from there. She wanted to, yeah. She does not, though. Working the right side of the floor now. And had to get the defense to pull and get Neal free. And they go inside for Meyer. Meyer got two bigs on her. It's going to have to kick it out. Hughes this time lets it fly. Front end of the rim, no good. Neal can't get to the rebound. And with 50 seconds left and a 16-2 lead, Lanesville looks to control this first quarter. Calling for a screen. And they work passes across the floor from side to side. Trying to loosen up this zone just a little bit. And able to do so. But still just working and running clock. Now they dump it inside to the bigs and back up top. Ball rests with Brumley. Cross-court pass for Kerr. Kerr lets them fly. No good. Neal, another rebound. Eight seconds. Jacksonville's going to have to go. Meyer puts it on the floor. Looks to bank shot. No good. She rushed that one, and that'll do it for the first quarter. Jacksonville 2, Lanesville 16. And we'll have more action here in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Ohio Rod Products and for Sales and Best Metal Finishing at Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's semi-state. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. 
Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you by Franklin County Farmers Memorial Insurance. Get dry waterproofing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. One quarter in the books, and it was all Lanesville. 16-2, your score after one. Basically a 16-2 run to open up this ball game. The officially was a 9-0 run before Jacksondale got on the board. And then they followed that 9-0 run with a 7-0 run. A launch from the far corner misses everything. Jacksondale can't get the rebound, but this time they do. Myers handling the ball now, going to bring it up the floor. Up ahead to Sullivan. Sullivan kicks it back out. Hughes had a brief moment, thought she was going to pull the trigger, but does not. They work it all the way around. Borgman for three. Got him. That'll wake him up. And if you watch how she was harassed in the first quarter, you might wonder why she's on the floor. She just gave you the answer. They try to trap in Borgman. Almost with the steal and Actually does. got it. Taps it back to Hughes and Borgman establishing her dominance after being picked on in the first quarter, John. Yeah, definitely good bounce back. Kind of get that mental back in the right place. Exactly. 16-5 now. Hughes picks up the dribble as she is definitely being harassed. Myers comes out to save her. Myers puts it on the deck. Back out to Hughes. Long range three. I thought that might be slightly out of her range. It was, John. Yeah, she's just trying to put something up there. Get a little something going, and it's not working right now. And credit Lanesville from keeping Jacksondale from getting comfortable. They're bringing their defense. I mean, it's full-court pressure, but they're not letting them get to their spots. Meanwhile, a three on the way near corner. No good. And rebound, Myers doing everything for this Jacksondale team here early. Meyer off the bounce. Kicks it over for Hughes. Hughes not even looking to shoot. Borgman, however, is, but pulls it back down. Borgman going to dribble. It's the first time we've seen the motion offense all afternoon, and that's been because of the defense. Hughes wide open. Three ball. Not going to fall. One and done. Lanesville back up the floor. 16-5, your score. They slow it down just before they get to the timeline. They go in for Werner. Shot not there. They kick it out now, work it back around the arc. Curve goes inside. Werner, double team on Werner. They get it away, and right inside, a shot up for Brumley, and Brumley is fouled. I think they put that on Myers. They did. So Brumley goes to the line, and she misses the first. One of the things that Coach Scott Smith said in uh, our interview with him in Countdown to Tip-Off is hopefully, perhaps, they miss some shots. And opening up this second, that's exactly what Lanesville is doing. They've missed some shots, including missed free throws. Split the pair does Brumley. It's 17-5. Although the scoreboard says 16. Scoreboard's a little delayed. Myers off the dribble, goes to the left hand, and is blocked. And they call a foul on that. Or did they? Yeah, yeah they did. 
didn't know if he was going to call a three-second violation. But, no, they called the foul with the contact on Meyer. So, Meyer will go to the line to shoot two. And this is another way, another weapon for Jackson Dale to get back in this ball game is scoring with the clock stopped. That is probably the most effective way to get yourself back out of a deficit is getting those points so you don't have to fight for them. Meyer misses the f- first. She's got another another shot coming. And she too splits the pair. 17-6 is your score. 11-point ball game. And Jacksonville has erased double-digit deficits before on another turnover wow. there. And you said it, John, if they can weather the early storm... They can get back in this ball game, and Lanesville calls a timeout with 5.20 left in the first half. 17-6, Lanesville on top on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you by Bronze Gutswiller. Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, and SEI Fiber by Southeastern REMC. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil. 5.20 left in this first half, and Lanesville pretty much had their way. They lead 17-6, but Jacksonville fighting back. Meyer has the whole Lanesville team attention, and they tap that one away from behind. And they work it back down the floor, and they Mm. collapse. That's a big foul there as the double team came with force. I think they're going to put that on Sophie. So it's a non-shooting foul. Work it around. Ball's on the near wing with Brumley up top to Kerr. Kerr throws it away. And another costly turnover, but Jacksonville unable to make them pay. And that's something they're going to scrum, jump, jump ball, ball, and it'll stay with, stays with the Eagles. Jacksonville, you mean? Well, yes. <laughs> stays with the Eagles. I mean, I wasn't wrong. You were not wrong. But I promised we would do better. <laughs> so Jacksonville will bring this one in underneath their own basket. Borgman to pull the trigger finds Hughes. Hughes throws one up, was wanting to get bailed out by a foul. They let him play, no foul call. Just a simple missed shot and a rebound. Brumley for Lanesville. They go inside, dump it down low, and they're going to get Olivia Neal for a foul. And Neal 
had her hand straight up, but that lower body got into the body, got into the backside of the Lanesville player. And uh, that's the fifth team foul, John. So one more will put Lanesville on the line every time. Trying to inbound it. They pull the trigger. Werner. Werner left alone. The last person that you want to leave alone. But a foul call away from the basket. I think it's on Lanesville, I believe. No. They call that one on Heiners. And uh, Scott Smith wants an explanation. I don't blame him. And that was away from the ball, so I'm not sure what that is, but that was their last foul to give. So for the rest of the way, Lanesville will be shooting on another Whitney turnover. Nope, it is turnover. Uh, Oh, and stepped on Sophie on her way up the floor, did Werner. I would... Listen, I've read a lot of great, awesome things from Warner, and I assume that she is that student athlete. But what she just displayed there, stepping, not stepping over, stepping on Sophie on her way up the floor, as poor sportsmanship at its best. They dump it inside. No, stolen. Another turnover. Tried to spin, and they somehow got away with the travel. They dump it into the big double team. And away with him. Just muscles through and gets two points. We haven't seen Allen a lot here early, but that was two big points there. 19-6. Meyer to Heiner. Heiner's down in the corner. Sullivan puts it on the floor, loses it briefly. But cleaned up by Heiner's, and now Sullivan. Sullivan pulls it out. Reagan Hughes calls for it, dumps it inside, and again, the bigs, too big. Wow, they are letting them play. They just collapsed, did the defense there on on Heiners, and she was just left laying in their wake as they snatched that ball out of there, go the other way. Two-point basket, 21-6. Scott Smith got to let them play through it. They get it past the timeline, just in the nick of time, cross court for Hughes. She lets it fly. Oh, no good. Rebound. And they call jump ball as this aggressive defense just really starts to ramp things up, John. And you just said it. They are letting them play. They're letting them have at it. And this is by far the most physical game, the most physical defense uh, that Jacksonville has seen all season. Definitely all postseason. And it's showing up a little bit. Nice dribble there, inside-out basketball. The three, not even close, but they get the long rebound. They reset to do it again. They dump it inside this time, an easy two-point. As once again, Sonner had the inside step on Meyer, had the better position. And Lanesville cruising here in the first half, 23-6. to Borgman. That shot way off. And Jackson Dell, for the first time in this postseason, John, not showing the poise that we've seen. 
And Lanesville clearly dictating everything in this ballgame. Borgman loads up again. No good. Sullivan sells out on a rebound. Comes up empty-handed. Back the other way. Lanesville. Dribble drive down the baseline. They kick it out for three. Off the back iron. And if you're Jackson Dale, you'll live with that. Lanesville is not a great three-point shooting team. They've got one athlete on this team that shoots at a high clip, 41%. Everybody else is in the low 20s. So Jacksondale will leave those shooters out there like that. And they'll live and die by that. But what they've got to do, if they're going to let those outside shots rain down, they've got to be able to get the long rebound. Off the back iron, up and down for Sonner. Shooters roll. Sonner with one more. 20-point ball game here in the first half, John. When you go back and you look at the teams that these both, uh, when you look at the schedule that these two teams played throughout this year, they have one common opponent. New Washington, correct? New Washington is that opponent. On December 10th, Jacksondale played them an overtime thriller. Jacksondale loses that game by three. It was 65-62. Seven days later, New Washington plays Lanesville. Lanesville dominates that game uh, 63-18, John. I'll let that sink in. Oh, it sunk in. Hughes from the right wing. Breaks the ankles of her defender. Then sends it across the court to Neal. Neal drives back the other way. Hughes has it again. Myers inside the defense with her hands up high. Strong screen by Neal. And now Myers sets up for three. In and out. And the shots have just not been falling for Scott Smith's team. Shots that they've made all postseason long. And just not able to find the range. Meanwhile, Lanesville keeping them on their toes. This is a clinic in pinpoint passes. The shot, no good. Nice block from behind. Jacksondale not going anywhere, John. They're still scratching and clawing to stay in this game. 26 seconds left in the first half. They're down 21. Hughes with the ball, asks for a screen. Defense is going to run out at her. And she's directing traffic with the offhand. Goes inside out. Borgman for three. Got him. And that's what they need. And a lot more of it. 27-9. Almost a foul. They say count the foul. With zero seconds on the clock, Neal's going to bail out Lanesville with a foul. Shot wasn't going to go in, but instead, they're going to send Sonner to the line to shoot two. Not the way you wanted to end the half if you're Jackson down. Nope. Not after clawing it back like you did. And they were starting to scratch and claw the way back in, but instead, with the foul, they'll go into the locker room down 20. 29 to 9. Is the score? We'll send it back to the station, come back, and a recap the first half action 
in just a moment on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter, work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient. And Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric. Then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your touchstone energy cooperative and your source for power and information. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Hog Rock Event Center is the latest and greatest event venue in southeastern Indiana. And it's not only an event space, but a restaurant and catering facility, too. Located in beautiful Osgood, they can host any type of event and have dining open to the public five days a week. Hog Rock also hosts live entertainment, concerts, comedy shows, and more. View their public event calendar and come party at Hog Rock. And check availability and pricing to hold your next event at Hog Rock. Just visit hogrockeventcenter.com or find them on Facebook. Get Dry Waterproofing is your local basement waterproofing company. Turn that damp, ugly space into usable living space or storage. And it all starts with one simple call to Get Dry Waterproofing. Specializing in foundation waterproofing and foundation repair, Get Dry does concrete work, retaining walls, and water and sewer lines. So if you have a space that needs to get dry, there's one clear choice. Call Get Dry Waterproofing in Versailles and get a free estimate. Call 756-6080. That's 756-6080. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Welcome into the Halftime Update here at New Albany High School. Terrence Arney and John Heil on the call for you for the semi-state championship ball game. And, John, we looked at Lanesville on paper. We knew this game had the potential of, of going this way, but with all your hopes and dreams and everything that you've seen from this Jacksondale team, felt like Jacksondale could make it competitive. But up to this point, it's been all Lanesville from the word go. They open up this game on a 9-0 run. 
Scott Smith calls a timeout. Jacksonville gets its first two-point basket, and then Lanesville follows that up with a 7-0 run to follow that. So after that, it was a 16-2 ball game after one, and it only got worse from there. And at the halftime break, it's 29-20, a 20-point deficit is where the Jacksonville Eagles find themselves after two quarters of play. One thing that we knew had to happen, John, for Jacksonville to be successful, and that was going to be the long ball. Their three-point shooters were going to have to get off quick, fast, and early, and credit Langsville and their defense. They have had none of that. These shooters haven't had a lot of airspace. In fact, we saw uh, Reagan Hughes take a three there in that first half, and because of the defensive pressure, she was probably two, if not four, steps outside her range when she launched that. Um, but that was going to be her only shot to get a shot up. And uh, Borgman, um, who's typically a nice little sharpshooter from, she's been streaky. She's got two threes to go early in this one, and everybody else has kind of been cold from distance. And I wonder what Coach Smith is going to say in the locker room to kind of settle them all down. But this isn't – they're not playing poorly by any stretch of the imagination despite what the scoreboard might say. Right now they're facing something that they really haven't seen up until this point in terms of the physicality of the defense. Yeah, and, you know, again, you just got to credit this defense. I'll let you go through your stats because that will really tell the story. So, Jacksonville, nine total points thus far. Three of 16 overall, 18 or 19%. Two of 10 from beyond the arc. They've uh, made a trip to the free throw line. They've earned a point from that trip. I don't know why it says one of one. It should be one of two. Correct. Um, they are led right now by Kelsey Borgman, who has six points, and Julia Meyer has the three. The Lanesville, they have 29 total points, 11 of 26 overall, 42%. Two of 11 from beyond the arc, 18-2%. Five of six from the free throw line, 83%. They are led by leading all scorers right now, Morgan Sonner. She has 10. Uncharacteristic. She has six from Hadley Crozier and Ava Kerr. Four from Lindsey Werner. Two from Shelby Allen and a single point added by Hilton Brumley. When you talk about championship basketball, actually, it could be any sport. When you talk about championship play, one of the ways coaches like to approach those games, they try to take away something that you do well. And for Lanesville, they've been able to take away two of, if not all three, of the three-headed monster. We've always said Reagan, Hughes, and Myers, they get it going, and then... On any given day, it could be Borgman, it could be Neil. Someone else will step up to be that third horseman. But they've taken all that away. Borgman is leading uh, the Lady uh, Jacksonville Eagles with six points. The only other person that has points on the board is Julia Meyer. No Reagan Hughes. No Olivia Neal. As a matter of fact, Olivia Neal now sitting on three fouls. Thanks to that after the buzzer foul call. So then transversely, 
As you mentioned, Jacksonville, it's not that they're playing poorly. From a defensive standpoint, they've taken away their number one scorer in uh, Werner. Werner only has four points in that first half. They've taken away their second option, um, who is Crozier. She only has six. But what you didn't see coming was Sonner killing it inside. And a lot of that has to do with O'Neill being in foul trouble. Yeah, and I wonder how that approach is going to change for Coach Smith coming out in the second half. Jacksonville will have the ball to start second half. And I kind of wonder how that's going to factor into how he gets his girls right back into this. And I, I don't think it's time to give up on Jacksonville just yet. No. Because they can still surprise us. Many and yeah, full capacity to surprise. Yeah. It'll, be see, it'll be interesting to see what Coach Smith has up his sleeve to make that a reality. Well, you won't have to wait long. We'll step away for one minute. And when we come back, we'll have live action at the start of half number two as Jackson Dale trails Lanesville 29-9 at the halftime break on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Jeff French and French and Associates Land Surveying and Versailles has been serving this area since 1995. They appreciate your business and thank all their friends, neighbors, and customers throughout southeastern Indiana for allowing them to serve you. French and Associates Land Surveying's versatile team combines prompt service and high quality to provide you with the finished product that you deserve. They would enjoy working for you on your next project. Find them online at FrenchSurvey.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the semi-state championship brought to you by H&R Block, the Cater County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison's Family Pizza, French and Associates Land Survey. Third quarter about to get started as the Jacksonville Eagle Band plays I'm Still Standing. And indeed, these Lady Eagles from Osgood, Indiana, they are still standing. And they find themselves down 20 as the third quarter begins. Reagan Hughes and Julia Myers get things started here. Myers with the ball in hand, goes to her left. Cross-court pass for Heiners. Heiners puts it on the floor, changes direction. They really haven't had the opportunity to get that three-man weave going up top, John, because of this aggressive defense. Down in the corner, Hughes from her favorite spot on the floor. Delivers a three to open up the scoring here in the third. And they need more of that, John. Would-be turnover saved by... Briefly saved, and then they get it to Boardman. Boardman's going to race up ahead, hard off the back iron, no good. Then Heiner's had her shot almost partially blocked. Boardman cleans it up, and her shot won't go. That was a golden opportunity missed there to double up on some points here. Meanwhile, Lanesville 
goes back to their offense, and they've been really working it inside. Werner on the block, no good. Neal playing with those three fouls. Oh, they're going to say that that one on Werner was on Werner. Yes, I whew, man, I had to do a double take because I thought Neal had picked up number four, but instead it's on Werner, and it's her second. Team's first of the second half. And bringing it up the floor is Meyer. Meyer trying Ooh. to find Neil, but oh, the crowd on both sides didn't like that physicality there. But you mentioned it, John. They are seriously letting them They're play. Letting them go outside, dribble inside, down on the baseline. Meyer gets a piece of that one, and Neil comes over to clean it up. They cannot afford to have Neil get out of to be disqualified from this game, John. She is really. Working the glass. Reagan straight away. Bounced off the back iron. They say it touched the top of the backboard. So it'll be out of bounds. And Hughes, and I think she knows it. She needs to get hot. She drained that three moments ago. And we'll call that a heat check. To see if she had it or not. 29-12. And Jacksonville with a little token pressure there. And they do get across the timeline in every single passing lane. Now these Eagles, uh, Jacksonville rather, but they are able to work it around and get inside. Werner with a two-point basket, and they know Neal with her foul situation could not defend that as aggressive as she wanted to. Reagan dribbling up the floor. The double team comes. They go across the court. She's got to hurry and barely... Does Borgman get it across the timeline? Probably a half a second to spare there. You say half a second to spare. They probably gave her the half a second. Ball on the right, uh, excuse me, left wing with Meyer. Up top with Borgman. Borgman goes back to Meyer on the right wing. Ball high above the head. Dumps it inside. Neal puts her head down and goes right into the defense. Not going to do it. She, they probably have about two, three inches on her. But a steal the other way. Heiner, spin cycle, layup, not there. Missed the bunny. And that one in the trees, and they clear up, clean up the rebound, and Saunders picks up where she left off in the first half. Saunders having a big game here, using every bit of that 6-1 frame to do what she wants. A telegraph pass. That ball goes all the way down. And the telegraph pass was picked off, but they... There was a turnover and then a turnover. Yeah, Lanesville sent the pass up ahead, but too far up ahead. I paused there because I, for a second I thought they were going to call a pushing foul on Borgman. She had two hands extended as and they tie up. And it, we noticed this, John, uh, jump ball ball is going to go to... Lanesville. We noticed this in the earlier game with Lanesville. Our comment was, yeah, these young ladies have hit the weight room. As they they don't just tie you up. I mean, they get in and they just snatch the ball away. Yeah, they grab on. Three ball in the air. No good. Long rebound for Warner. Warner sends it right back to Crozier. Crozier, cross-court pass deflected. And Sullivan comes away with it for Jackson Dale. 
Gives it up to Meyer. Meyer off of a Neal screen and right into the defense. That ball, I think, was partially uh, blocked. It was. And falls flat right into the hands of Lanesville. Lanesville, 33. Jacksondale, 12. And another throwaway. So at least here to start this third, Jacksondale is making it difficult for Lanesville in terms of being able to do what they wanted to do offensively. They've clearly picked up the pace on the defensive end. And uh, there might be a foul on Lanesville. Yeah, away yeah. from the bomb. Davis picks up her first, team second. Jacksondale yet to commit a foul here in the second half. Ball comes yep, in on another there's foul. another one. Beyond Davis again. So three quick fouls against Lanesville. It's almost like they're calling what they weren't before. And you might be right. And if Jacksonville could hurry to the bonus. Well, that would be huge. That could change the complexity of this game. They get it into Julia Meyer, and Meyer harassed all the way up the floor, turns one way into one defender and turns right into another, but still able to keep her dribble. Oh, and they call. Say five seconds. And I felt like she was still trying to progress, huh? Yeah. That's very interesting. Interesting, and I look quickly to the Jacksondale bench, and I don't see uh, much fight. So with that turnover, Lanesville immediately turns it over, and Reagan Hughes can't squeeze it, and it gets away from him and goes out of bounds, so it'll, in fact, stay with Lanesville. 3.25 left in the third, 33-12. They go immediately inside to Sommer, and Sonner continues to wreak havoc down low. Myers pass. Blocked. Still. Lanesville down in the corner, and it's tapped away by Meyer, but it'll stay right here. And I don't know if I've seen a team able to anticipate passes quite like Lanesville. They are constantly jumping in these lanes, creating steals. A timeout on the floor. We'll take 30 seconds with them. 35-12, Lanesville over Jacksonville here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this semi-state championship brought to you by Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County, REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Hurt and Elko. 304 left here in the third. 
Lanesville continuing its dominance over Jacksonville, 35 to 12. A bit of a lull here in this third quarter. Jacksonville has done what it could to try to claw its way back in. And Lanesville, well, they've done enough to keep the lead. A side-out opportunity here for Lanesville. They go right into Sonner. And Sonner's just really had her way. Straight away three, no good. Neal fighting for the rebound, and she knew she couldn't go after it that aggressively, John. You saw her put her hands oh, back. Yeah. But Meyer was able to come away clean with it. And they run motion offense up top, a sort of motion. Reagan inside. Two-point basket won't go. Rebound down to Warner. Warner going to bring it up the floor. Down in the corner, but can't hold on. An errant pass from Lanesville. And they've made those type of mistakes. They've been making them all game. That's, yeah, but and the thing is, is that for whatever reason, Jacksonville has not been able to capitalize on any of those mistakes. I mean, none of them. Yeah, they've just gone cold. If Lanesville turns it over, Jacksonville follows with a turnover of their own. If Lanesville uh, commits a foul and we're back the other way, Jacksonville misses a shot, we're back the other way. I mean, they have not been able to capitalize at all. And now Jacksonville's biggest task is getting this ball in. They do. Meyer has it. Their best ball handler, and it's been on display all day long, morning and night. Myers to Hughes. Hughes has got to get across the timeline. She does. A little bit of room to breathe. Up up and over for Meyer. Meyer, head fake, then goes inside just a little shallow and almost snatched away. And again, a little extra from Werner. Nobody saw it. I must be the only person at the gym that saw it. Clearly wasn't called. Three ball, hard off the back iron. Neal goes down in a heap. And out of bounds, last touched by Lanesville. Jackson down. Pull the trigger. They get it to Meyer. Up to Sullivan. Sullivan. A little loose with the handle, but gets it across the timeline. Bounce pass. Heiners for three. Rattles around and crashing in with Sullivan. And I'm going to tell you right now what that play was about. (laughs) I think that was maybe a little personal. That was a payback for the previous play because Werner gave a little chicken wing to Sophia Sullivan, and Sullivan let her know about it on the very next play. Uh, It was clear what that was about. And I'll tell you, Werner got the worst of it. Oh, yeah. Now, to Sullivan's credit, he extends the handshake of good sportsmanship and pants her on the back. She's got to go off the floor. Oh, she rocked her head pretty hard. So that's almost concussion protocol level right there. Well, and listen, and obviously condone that type of play. However, I have heard people say you've got to be able to give as good as you get, and they've been giving it to Jacksonville. Has worn it all night, but that's the way you answer a straight streak to the basket for Lanesville, and it's thirty-seven twelve. Loosening up this full-court pressure now is Jacksonville. Yep. And Sullivan sprints into the lane and is fouled. 
And it's almost as when they six, saw Werner go off the floor, almost as if as they got a new lease, did Jacksonville. Werner now back on the bench. She's left the training room. Got to get it in, and they do go down in the corner to Borgman. Borgman dribbles around. Tried to send it in to Heiners, and Saunders bails him out. She was the last one to touch it before it went out. 105 left in the third, 37 to 12. Long pass just above the volleyball service line. The release a two point shot, no good. Rebound, and Lanesville is off and running again. They trap the ball handler. Able to pass over, and a three-point from the near side. And Lanesville's found them a new scar, and Jane Davis with back-to-back buskets. It's her first action in the game, and she already has five. Well, she was in before and picked up two fouls in about two seconds. I see. That'll do it. Sophie Sullivan's pass. Partially blocked, then stolen. Back the other way with 21 seconds left. Davis in a little bit of trouble. Gets rid of it quickly. Dumps it inside. Baseline jumper from Saunders. No good. They save it. They launch it again with eight seconds left. And that shot, no good. Neil, but I'm not sure she knew there was only five seconds left. Now one. A heave from Reagan Hughes, and it's not enough. And after three, Lanesville 40, Jacksonville 12 with one quarter to go here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. WRBI's presentation of semi-state championship basketball brought to you by Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company. Get dry waterproofing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Gearings. The final quarter now, Jacksonville's last chance to make a little magic here. They are down big. 40 to 12. Obviously, their lowest scoring. I don't understand why that's not getting called. I really don't. And neither does Coach Scott Smith, but Myers goes into the teeth of the defense and she goes down hard. Sullivan helps her up, and that makes it a five on two break. They hurry back into the frame, though. 
They slow them down just a bit. They go inside. Werner steps around off the rim. Tapped over to Meyer by Hughes. They toss it up ahead. And Sullivan misses the bunny. She's still there, though. Tries to grab it. And a tie-up. Possession arrow, though, is Lanesville. Sullivan wants that one back. Oh, you know she does. One of those situations where you're that wide open. (laughs) We saw it earlier in one of the earlier games. I think it was. I believe it was Ava Kerr in the first. Yeah, it was the morning session. It was. She was scared to miss wide <laughs> open layup. And you, you talk about these moments. You and I were talking about it off air. Jackson Dale's played with so much poise here in the postseason. Uh, it was a block shot there, results in uh, Jackson Dale ball. They played with so much poise throughout this postseason and this their largest stage yet and done it's conceivable that the moment this crowd this building uh got to them just a little bit just enough and and, but you gotta also gonna understand they're young they are oh my goodness they are very 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 young olivia neal the lone senior on this jacksondale squad these young ladies will be back, and I assure you, folks, <laughs> should, want it. should Lanesville go ahead and punch their ticket to a state title, this loss will haunt these Lady Eagles all offseason long and will fuel them like nothing else next season. And a steal underway, completed by Crozier. Crozier hands it off. To Werner, cross-court pass and back out top. And now Lanesville, for the first time, sort of taking their time a little bit here on offense. From the corner, three not there. And, again, really hasn't been part of their game all night long. And when we noticed that early on, I thought that would be the spot where Jacksondale could make the difference. But unfortunately tonight, the three-point ball hasn't been a part of anybody's game. I mean, again, if you look at the scoring of the young ladies out on the floor for both teams, no one is in double digits. The only player in double digits is Saunders. And she's on the the bench? No. Yeah, she's on the bench. Yeah, she's on the bench. You go through Lanesville, five, six, 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 and two. Jacksondale, six, three, and three. Meanwhile, Julia Myers steps to the line after a foul to shoot two. They finally do get into the bonus, John. So yeah, they're, I mean, they got the whole quarter in the bonus. Now. Yes. And Myers good on the first shot. Hard off the iron. Misses the rebound. She darted in, and that goes right over her head. Lanesville able to collect it. They dump it down to their other big. And Neil's got to get called for the foul. That'll be her. No shot on the floor. That'll be her fourth, though. No, actually, they put that one on Meyer. Just her second. And it's on. They were lining up. But no, it wasn't a shot. It was on the floor. They waved off the shot. 
That's only the second foul. Yeah, but it would be asinine to try to give fouls because all you're doing is prolonging, delaying the inevitable, if you will. Reaching in for the steal was Borgman. Almost completed it. They get it away down in the corner. Another three on the way. No good. Borgman the rebound. She's going to bring it up. Crosses the timeline unabated. Finds Neal on the left-hand wing. Neal handling things now. Hands off to Borgman. Back to Hughes. Inside for Meyer, and they start attacking. Meyer goes down, and she got kicked in the back of the head. Oh, look, Warner was nearby. Yeah, I didn't see who did it, but from what I've seen previously, that would not surprise me. She's going to stay in, as does Meyer. Up and over. Heiner sends it to the corner. Hughes, step back three. Again, just a tad bit out of range, and you can credit that to the Lanesville defense. They have not allowed... Reagan, Hughes, or anybody else for that matter to get to their spots. Davis, her three halfway in and out. Rebound and a foul. Hughes. So when you get to this point of this season and, John, each subsequent season, you have to start to wonder... Is this Coach Smith's last game? Already named Lily Simons, coach in waiting. I have a feeling he's not done yet. I'm going to agree with you, but when you've done it for 22 years, and I think you're right because of the youngness of this team, and he knows how good they are and how close they've come, I think he, too, gets a renewed source of energy uh, come this next season. You know, because if you're Coach Scott Smith, you know you are only graduating one. Olivia Neal. That's it. I think I got a feel for Olivia this being her last game. Oh, definitely. But, like, I mean, Myers, a junior. The sophomores. The whole crew of sophomores. Yes. Reagan Hughes is a junior. Myers from the free throw line. Adds to her point total. She joins Borgman with six. Five. I think they're slow. I think she had five on the last trip down, but I could be wrong. No shooters roll there. That one bounces all the way around. And you are correct. That was just her fifth. They dump it down on the near block, and the whole Jacksonville team. <laughs> Says, let's go, let's go get this ball. They call a tie-up. Borgman says, "What's good for the goose is <laughs> good for the gander." Yeah. Hughes is going to walk it across the timeline, dump it into Myers. Myers dumps it back. Hughes unload from the near wing, oh. just not there. Rebound down to Werner. Werner's going to bring it up. And Myers overran that one. It's her third. The ball was sent in to the near corner for Davis. And that 
collision will be called a foul. And the lone senior walks over, tears in her eyes, and hugs Coach Scott Smith. The traveling contingency from Osgood rises to their feet and gives her a standing ovation. A lot of class right there. And as you said, John, you can't help but feel for Neil. She has had an incredible four-year career at Jacksonville. And when we talked to her last week and even the previous week, she was playing with such confidence and poise that had so much belief, not just in herself but in her teammates, knew what type of opponent they were when competing out on the floor and you hate that it ends this way for for these seniors but particularly Neil you know these other young ladies they can file it away John in the back of their minds that we'll get you next time we'll get you next year Neil can't say that So with Neil off the floor, Sullivan comes in to fill in. And Lanesville goes to a quick game of keep away. And uh, is that Sonner back in? Schneider. Thank you. Schneider, one of their other bigs. Yep, they've got three of them. They've got like three or four of them. They got two at 6-1 in Allen and Sonner. And then they've got two at 5-10 in Blankenbaker and Snyder. Meyer. He's shooting a seven himself out of that one. A little too hard off the back iron and one by one. Coach Scott Smith allowing his starters to get the treatment. Standing ovation. This time it's Heiner's. Tears in her eyes. Understanding that the run is over. That they've given it all they had. And just tonight, well, let's be frank and honest. They run up against the number one team in the state that played like the number one team in the state. Yeah, and that's... You run into buzzsaws like that sometimes. That happens. And I assure you, in Scott Smith's 22 years, he's been on both sides. Oh, he has. He's he, been he the bunch. He's been the buzzsaw, and he's been the police. The piece of plywood. Plywood is an apt analogy. Oh yeah, I did it on purpose. <laughs> they swing it outside. Does does Lanesville and. Jackson Dale, a step slow on the rebound, but this time able to corral it is Meyer. Meyer is going to bring it up the floor. Hughes or Meyer will be the next to get the treatment as we see another reserve player for Coach Scott Smith checking in at the scorer's table. They go into the aforementioned Meyer. She dumps it down low, reverse layup, blocked. And going to the floor hard is Savannah Steele. And it will be Reagan Hughes. Hughes. A big hug from Scott Smith. 
And you can see it in her body language, too, John. She doesn't want to believe that the run is over. And Brace with teammate and senior Olivia Neal. These two young ladies have been battling together for some years. Uh, I don't know what just happened on the floor. Well, I think so. They sounded a horn, and now they need to conference. And that embrace still continues between those young ladies. And I'm not really sure who was comforting who there. Neil had finally collected herself and gathered yeah, herself. You got a feel for Olivia. Until Reagan came off the floor and as if it set in all over again. <laughs> there she goes. Sprinklers reactivate. But it truly has been a pleasure and an unbelievable opportunity to cover these young ladies in this postseason run, John. And we've got a chance to kind of get to know them, at least in terms of their personality. Very loose, a very fun-loving and free team. But when the green light goes off and it's game time, these ladies are all about business. You were about to say, as they still haven't figured yeah, out I what. I don't know what the heck's going on down here on the floor. No idea what's going on. An explanation to both coaches and conferences continue all the way around. And I think Scott Smith wanted to just call a timeout. I just call a timeout at this point? What's going on? Well, he wants to be able to get, he's still got to get Julia Meyer out of this ballgame. She's the last of the five starters that's still on the floor. So, someone get teed up or what's going on? Well, maybe that no. I what? was looking to see if that would that would be a technical foul. I mean, there's only Julia Meyer at the stripe, so that would be a technical on who though? I have no idea. She drains the technical. I'm looking to see if Werner is on the floor. She is not. I don't know if it was against the coaching staff of Lanesville uh, for being out on the floor. And it, whatever it was, John, it was so subtle. It was It was just not. It was weird. And after Meyer sinks the two free throws, the two technical free throws, she now heads to the bench and embrace from her head coach. And an embrace from Hughes. These two young ladies who led this team. Sullivan getting the end one. And keep in mind, Sullivan will be a part of this contingency. Oh, yeah. She's the sixth, sixth man, if you will. Also just a sophomore. She'll be part of this contingency that comes back next year. Sullivan will be one that will be preaching the praises of what this team was able to accomplish this year, what it felt like to win a sectional title, what it felt like to be a regional champ, and what it felt like to make it to the semi-state stage. And you know she's going to want to come back. There's no doubt about it. I would, exp- I would think that the expectation will be that this sophomore-laden team this year, that'll all be juniors next year, 
the expectation will be uh, that they will, again, win a sectional title, win a regional, and be right back here. Ball's going to go out of bounds, kicked <laughs> away by... He almost called it the other way. And Sullivan now, as you said, the sixth woman on this team plays a lot of good, hard minutes for Coach Scott Smith. He gives her a hug, and she goes down the line. And it's all reserves. But, of course, Lanesville still has the starters in. No, they don't. They've rotated everybody out. Well, I'm looking at Davis that was just Not made that starter. basket. That's her first two points. She comes off to everybody on there. It's, it's a JV game, essentially. Jacksondale still with a drive to the basket and a foul with 39 seconds left. It's a lopsided and ugly score. There's no doubt they are 45-19. But the way this draw went for Jacksondale, I mean, they got the breaks all along the way, and you knew at a certain point that it would catch up with them. In oh, yeah. In their draw for their sectional championship, they play the team with the worst record in the sectional for the championship. At the regional, again, they end up playing the team with the worst record for the regional title. And in game one of this morning section, they end up playing the team with the worst record To win that first session here. <coughs> and then for their efforts, they're rewarded with playing the number one team in the state for the semi-state crown. And it was just it's kind of one of those doing great, doing great, doing great. Well. But I am fully confident with what they've showed this year and what they will bring back next year I'm fully confident that you will see this Jacksonville Eagle team on this very same stage next year both fan bases rise to their feet to congratulate these young ladies and Lanesville Eagles punch their tickets for a chance to win a state title Jacksonville the whirlwind season comes to an end as they fall 45-21. We'll be back to tie a bow on a great Jacksonville season right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. 
Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sindel and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Ohio Rod Products and for Sales and Best Metal Finishing in Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's semi-state. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And welcome to the Post Game Show. Terrence Sarney alongside John Heil. This semi-state championship game is over. The champion has been crowned. It's the Lanesville Eagles. They win this one going away. 45-21, your final score. And it was Lanesville from the word go John the Jacksonville Eagles never truly threatened and in fact were never really in the game it opened up on a 9-0 run for Lanesville that was when the Jacksonville scored its first two-point basket they follow that up with a 7-0 run and at the end of the first half Jacksonville found themselves down 20 as it was 29-9 in the first half and once they built that 20-point cushion, that was that. That really was it. The security here at this arena trying to hold back this Lanesville Eagles student section as they are so wanting to storm the floor. And they're holding them back to get the final few pictures of the championship team here hoisting their trophy. I think they're hoping for it. The guy's saying, no, you're not going. Bring the team to them. And they don't let them storm the floor. They said no one will be storming the floor tonight. I don't know if I've seen that before, but it was probably handled the right way. They do not let them storm the floor. They hold them back with a rope and law enforcement. I don't know which one was a bigger deterrent, law enforcement or the rope. Yes. Uh, They did not let them storm the floor. Instead, the winning team runs to the student section to celebrate. And as you mentioned off-air, John, uh... Just a huge win for Lanesville and their program is they've never made it this far before in their history. No, they've never won a regional. Never even won. They've gone to regional loss. Right. This is their first time getting past that point. Now they're playing for their first ever state title. So congratulations uh, to the Eagles uh, of Lanesville on their victory tonight. Uh, And, of course, we wish them all... The best of luck as they continue. And head coach Angie Hinton takes her Lady Eagles on to a state title. And as for these Jacksonville Lady Eagles, I mentioned it on the air, John. It's been more than a pleasure calling these games for Jacksonville. Um, It's been a pleasure watching these young ladies play the game of basketball. And particularly when you think of the senior Olivia Neal, we've seen her grow up right before our very eyes over these past years. 
And her high school athletic career won't end the way she wanted it to, but I assure you she'll take a lifelong load of memories and lessons learned to wherever and to whatever she chooses to do once her high school career is over. She'll bring the Jacksonville team back out and listen to this song. Now we got Journey going. We all know Journey. A little don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. I think that's the message here. Is don't stop believing. You're going to get one senior. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to see a load of soft- here. A load of sophomores. I see three sophomores. Mm-hmm. The Meyer, Hughes, and Heiners. I thought Heiners was a sophomore. She's junior. Yeah. I thought she was a sophomore. Hey, whatever. And then Savannah Steele, Kelsey Borden, Sophia Sullivan, Ashlyn Moore. There's a slew of sophomores and even freshmen. Cheyenne Cullen, she's a freshman. She right. saw some time. So this is a very young, young team. And to get this far, right? those girls have been here and they want to, they're going to want to come back. Yeah, very rare at that young age, sophomore, that you would play – um, a pivotal role in a semi-state run, um, and those sophomores did that. Invaluable experience gained on the, along the way, and we'll see it on display a year from now. Go through uh, Jacksonville scoring numbers: twenty-one total points, five of seven, five of thirty-seven overall shooting, thirteen and a half percent, three of fifteen from beyond the arc, twenty percent, eight of twelve from the free throw line, sixty-seven percent. They were led by Julia Meyer. She had eight points, six from Kelsey Boardman, three from Reagan Hughes, two from Sophia Sullivan, and two from Savannah Steele. For the Lanesville Lady Eagles, 45 total points, 18 of 47 overall shooting, 38%, three of 20 from beyond the arc, 15%, six of eight from the free throw line, 75%. They were led by leading all scorers tonight, Morgan Sunner, she had 14 points, followed by Hadley Crozier, Ava Kerr, Lindsey Warner, all with six apiece, three from Shelby Allen, two from Emma Davis and Ellie Schneider, and a single point added by Hilton Brumley. Oh, and I missed one. Jane Davis had five points. So everybody get in on the action there. Before these Eagles, especially if you were with us, that countdown to tip off. You heard Coach Scott Smith say there's a lot of ways this Lanesville team can beat you. We've got to pick our poison in terms of what to take away, and they were successful doing that. They took away the outside shooting of Werner. They took away the dribble driving of Crozier. And what le- what was left was the dominance inside by the bigs. And with Neil in a little bit of foul trouble for most of the game, Sonner had herself... A well of the game. Wide open lane. Um, one of the only players scoring the double digits. Only player to double digits. And that kind of tells you how this game went. This Lanesville team, number one in the state, score on average about 60 points a game. Not tonight. Jacksonville did their part defensively, held them down to 45. And with a Jacksonville team that scores on average 56 points a night, you say to yourself, well, you hold in the 45. You score your 56, you got yourself a win, and the three ball just was not there 
for the Jacksonville Shooters. It wasn't there for either team. It really wasn't. They were a combined. Both teams from beyond the arc were a combined 6 of 35. <laughs> and, you know, John, I think you can explain that as your legs are gone when you get to once you get to this second game. Oh, yeah, you were. When you've played a game earlier that day, and uh, we thought that Jacksonville had a lighter load in their first win, lighter than Lanesville, but perhaps not light enough. Um, as, again, the shots just wouldn't fall. We want to go with our thank yous first. We will thank our sponsors that made this weekend possible. Bruns Gutswiller, Hog Rock Event Center, Ohio Rod Products, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana at REMC, H&R Block, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Osgood Utilities, Ison's Family Pizza, French and Associates Land Survey, Best Metal Finishing, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County REMC, Affinity Graphics and Tees, Kurt and Elko, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, Get Dry Waterproofing, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. Your final score once again, 45-21. Lanesville Eagles punch their ticket to play in uh, the state championship. Eagles end their season on quite a run. A 16 win season. They go from 16 11 to 16 and 12. That's how they finish the seat. Excuse me, they did win the early match. Thank you. 17 12 on the season. Um, And they will take this experience. And again, I assure you, they will use the taste of this defeat as fuel to get right back here. Uh, a year from now. Special thanks to the New Albany High School, their administration and staff. Their hospitality has been top-notch this weekend. They've treated us extremely well. In fact, the city of New Albany all together, everyone here has been so welcoming um, and so hospitable during our time and our stay here. We thank those individuals as well. And now from all of us here at WRBI, including Skyler Sigmund back at the station doing everything he can to keep us on and sounding nice, sir. Thank you so much to my partner in crime here today, John Heil. This is Terrence Arnie saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports weekend. You've been listening to WRBI's presentation of the semi-state championship right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at wrbiradio.com.